Well, I just got back from Extreme Faith Camp yesterday, and I had a wonderful time, and I think the youth really did too. They had an amazing time. A lot of the youth loved the adoration night that we had. We had blessed each individual child, each individual youth, with the monstrance, with Jesus, coming around to each one of them. I was sweating bullets at that time, and my arm is maybe still a little sore from that, but it's well worth it. It's well worth it. It's a beautiful gift we had. And then on Thursday night we had, or Thursday afternoon, we had Wacky Olympics, and I was in charge of the condiment kickball. But we had ketchup, mustard, baked beans, canola oil, all poured on the youth. It was fun. I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed that a lot. But they got wise to it, and they actually got me back too. So, And it took me a long time to wash those, that pair of shorts and that t-shirt I was wearing. But I finally got them washed. So if you want to see some videos of that, you go onto the Facebook page for the youth website, for the youth page. You'll be able to see that. It was a good time, good time. Now, one of my favorite parables that Jesus tells in the Gospels is the parable of the prodigal son, Luke chapter 15. And if you want to see a visual representation of that, go into my the confessional where, where on the side where it's face-to-face, and you'll be able to see a beautiful picture of that there in that confessional. And in that and what's my favorite part of it is that, well, we can see the love of the Father. And we can see that very visually in that, and we can relate, to, I can relate to well to that. And what's beautiful is that, you know, in that story, everyone claims something. The young son claims his part of, the, of his inheritance, wanting, basically, wanting his father the inheritance he would receive from his father is if he were dead. And then the older son wants justice for the fact that he has been working with his father day after day after day and yet not receiving what, well, what the younger son received, that nice fattened calf slaughtered and then the nice ring on his finger and the cloak and whatnot. The love that the father showed the younger son when he came back. You guys remember this story? But yet what's, what's interesting is that the father, in that story, did not claim anything for himself. He did not claim anything for himself. In fact, he was one who was willing to renounce himself. The, son's, the younger son came back, and the father just poured himself out to the younger son. And also to that older son, too, in self-giving love. And I tell you, that's very hard for anyone to do, especially for a man. When When we renounce any form of advantage to ourselves, there's a cost that is involved in that. And when we do that, we are acting very poorly. We are embracing poverty of spirit. We are embracing the cross, the sacrifice of Jesus. And the reason why I bring this up today is that, well, this weekend, of course, we're celebrating Father's Day. The fact that we have men in our lives who have done that for us. We also pray for them 
that they may be able to do that more, because that's the way that they can love us in a perfect kind of manner. If you look at the Father with the way He gave us Jesus, He did that in the same kind of way. He emptied Himself out, giving us His Son Jesus to die for us, and yet He, all he that's all He did. And yet He's not claiming anything for Himself, but that everyone be focusing, well, yeah, not claiming anything for Himself. And what's beautiful is that when we celebrate with celebrating today's feast. Of Corpus Christi, the fact that Jesus gave us his body, blood, soul, and divinity, we are celebrating that fact of Christ's self-giving love. Christ gives of himself every time we receive Jesus in the Eucharist. He gives himself body, blood, soul, and divinity to us, out of love for us. And it's this kind of self-giving love that will bring us ultimate happiness, ultimate fulfillment in life. And this is what, how the Father asks us to love. We see this beautifully in, well, we see this in the second reading. We see this, he says, well, St. Paul says, This is my body that is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, also the cup after supper is saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, You proclaim the death of the Lord until he comes. So whenever you and I come to receive Jesus in the Eucharist, we are remembering that fact that Christ died for you and for me, that he gave of himself in that same kind of way, and that when we celebrate the Eucharist, we are representing that very sacrifice in an unbloody kind of manner upon that altar. And so that's what we believe as Catholics that takes place here at this Mass. Every single time we come to this Mass, that Jesus is pouring himself out for us, and that sacrifice is being represented and remembered by that very fact that we receive his body, blood, soul, and, and divinity. And whenever you and I do that same thing for each other, we are making our lives Eucharistic. And if we want to grow in holiness the more we have to do that more and more. We have to be willing to deny ourselves daily, take up his cross, and follow him. So, that, so it's very important for us as Catholics to get to know the Eucharist, be people of the Eucharist, come to Mass on Sundays, if not daily, come to daily Mass. We get to have that every single day if we wanted to. The fact, and we need that nourishment we receive from the Eucharist also so that we can live in that kind of way. So, he, so Jesus gives us himself as a, represent, as a witness of that love. He also gives of himself so that we can do that ourselves. So we can be sustained as a car was sustained in this gospel. That we can be fed so as to give of ourselves more and more to each other and to Christ daily. He gives us that nourishment to do that as well. So he gives us of himself, that witness. He also gives us the means to, to do that ourselves. That's how much God wants that love in the world. That's how much God wants us to be like that as his disciples. And so as we come here to receive the Eucharist in, 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 about, in a few moments, let's pray for our fathers. 
Let's pray that they may be people who are like that. It takes a lot of sacrifice being a good father. And let's pray that they may be like that so that they can show us what the Heavenly Father is like in our world. And let's also pray for ourselves too that we may be people who are willing to give of our own selves completely, wholly, wholeheartedly to love God and love each other in that same kind of way. So that when you and I receive the Eucharist, we can remember the fact that Christ did the same for us. Let's be that witness in the world of love. Let's be that people who give of ourselves out of sacrifice, out of love for each other and for Christ.